Hello everybody, my name is Athena and welcome back to the podcast. So today in the podcast, I'm going to be talking about driving. This, well, I don't know if you can hear the cars in the background. I've tried to get a quiet environment, but I can't really. So I'm guessing it's quite topical for cars to be in the background when the topic of this podcast is driving and cars. So as a dyspraxic person, driving has really been a difficulty for me. A little bit with the autism but I think for me mainly it's involving dyspraxia and the reason why, the reason for this inspiration for my posts on my Instagram and this podcast is from an Instagram page called Girls Girls Interrupting which focus on the positives and the negatives and just educating people about dyspraxia as well as being inclusive to the community. Growing up and always wondering whether be able to drive absolutely being petrified of crossing the road that was a thing when growing up I always had perception issues even now I have perception issues so I was wondering how am I going to drive a car originally I was going to do some statistics on how many people who are dyspraxic can drive how many people can't drive but I soon realized when I popped onto google to try and do some research that it's not actually that simple. When I was on there I got some people explaining that they could drive with difficulty, some people said they were fine driving, other people just said that they just didn't want to drive and I realised that it wasn't about statistics, it's never about statistics, it's about people as individuals and understanding that whether we can drive, whether we can't drive, whether we just want to just take it life as it is we're all experiencing difficulties exactly the same and whatever path whatever path we choose is completely fine on one of my recent instagram posts about driving i got quite a few people dming me talking about their experiences as well as people commenting in the comment section talking about the ups and the downs and I just thought it was very inspirational how whatever stage we're at in our life, whether we can drive or not, we're all unique individuals who know our limitations. So in this podcast, I wanted to talk about sort of the reasons why personally I don't want to drive and most of them are dyspraxia related. I would love to drive, honestly. I think that driving gives you so much freedom it has limitations and I have limitations in a way of I can't just hop on a tr- hop on a train and go to Manchester. Well, I could hop on a train and go to Manchester, but I'd rather go with my family and I'd rather have the independence of having security rather than just relying on trains all the time, which I, well, I could do, but it's, driving's very, very difficult and it is something I want to give a go. I, in the post, I said why I'll never drive. In hindsight, it's why I'm most likely will never drive but maybe brackets maybe possibly so one of the reasons why I've decided not to drive I mentioned it earlier on is because of my poor perception which I think is caused by dyspraxia might be autism a little bit but mainly dyspraxia and what it is is I really struggle to gauge the distance of an object in front of me so that could be a car that could be if you throw me a ball that could be if 
you're just running up to me and giving me a hug. And that absolutely terrifies me. I was speaking to one of my friends, James, who's also a content creator on here who has a podcast. And he was talking about driving and he was saying that it's perfectly natural to have that fear of not wanting to crash because of my dyspraxia and it's a perfectly valid reason why I maybe wouldn't want to drive. I think if I had the entire road to myself I would not be scared of driving. I'm more scared of driving because of other people surrounding me than actually driving itself. If it was just me on the road alone which it will never be, I'll never be alone on the road. It would be like the best thing ever. But I do have accommodations such as my parents. My parents are very, very helpful and I'm very grateful for them in a way of they'll drop mostly anything just to take me places. Maybe Manchester for uni, going to the radio station, which is a 20 minute drive away. Even just seeing friends, they are fine to drop me off. And it's not that I'm pressuring them. They literally sometimes just offer so I'm grateful that I've got accommodations such as that. So another accommodation why I feel like I most likely won't drive is because of my coordination. Now this could be solved with getting an automatic car but then again I've got the other issue of perception but my coordination I feel I feel like my coordination has gotten 10 times better not as clumsy I don't bump into things I can just do daily activities however it still is an issue and I still feel like I would fumble and I would just get overstimulated and overwhelmed and it's not that great I feel I even in automatic I feel like it'd be too many things to concentrate on I'd be so concentrating on even just doing two things like you've got like the pedals and then you've got my hands and although it's not a third thing with like the gear stick it's still two things that I've got to think about where my coordination I won't be able to concentrate that well maybe and I'll only be able to concentrate either like on the steering it's it's a bit confusing thinking about it I'm not even in that situation and I'm already getting confused and that's another thing I was talking to my dad about how I get very drained and fatigued with small things so going to the shops really just makes me overwhelmed and I need to have a lie down and if I was in a car and I was going on a long journey I'd have to have full attention on the road and I really struggle giving attention my brains like to scatter across the room uh when I'm talking to someone I don't give them eye contact most of the time and I, I just want I just want to look everywhere and I know that I'd be very very dangerous with driving I most likely could do it I could concentrate on the road however it would be very very difficult but I think also just thinking about a situation where I had to make a split decision I can't even make a split decision on what I'm eating so I think I might I don't know I never I've never been in a situation where it's like life or death or very serious like driving a car where I've had to make a split decision it's normally just been right five seconds like choose what you're having for tea or we need to go or are you staying it's never been like a split second decision or we might end up in a car crash but 
I know I do struggle with that so that is a worry that I would have difficulty with that as well as the fact of where I live is always chocker full it always terrifies me when the cars just speed past my house and I'm thinking that can't be in the speed limit like I'm sure they would have got flashed it always questions me every single time and I'm always surprised when it is in the speed limit, but everyone says it shouldn't be in the speed limit. I'd hate to make a split decision where I'm driving somewhere and someone whizzes past or someone does a sudden stop and I'm like, oh my goodness. But going back to Manchester, like I'm not moving to Manchester anytime soon. I want to move to Manchester. I am going to move to Manchester eventually. I'm just saving up a bit of money and then I might be moving with my boyfriend, but it won't be for a little bit. The positives of living in Manchester, apart from the fact that I absolutely love it, would be the transportation. They have buses and trams in Manchester. I haven't really been on the trams too much, but I know it's very, very inclusive compared to where I am right now. And I know if I had a choice, I would literally move to Manchester tomorrow. But I'm also aware of how lucky I am at home. And although we haven't got the transportation the same at home, I've also got my parents, which I'm very, very lucky for. Something else which I want to add is... One of my friends, Sam, who is also a creator on Instagram, he messaged me and he was talking about where he lives in Derby. There's a more like a training centre, but they help people who have disabilities or maybe people who are maybe a little bit older. He mentioned that when he was thinking about driving, he went to that school and got an examination and they gave him the verdict of what? they thought of his driving on whether they thought he was suitable for the road or not and when I was thinking about it I thought that might be a good idea now I'm not very a great judge on whether I'd be good or not my friends and family say that they think I'd be maybe good at an automatic but not necessarily a manual so I can only say for myself that maybe I wouldn't be that great at driving but going to an organization like that maybe might not be a bad thing i am going to do a bit of research on it after that post on facebook it got me thinking maybe i should give driving a go not necessarily forcing myself to do anything i don't want to do but just have the curiosity in place i have got a professional driver's license so i have got the opportunity standing right in front of me but I might give it a go just for curiosity nothing else it might be an idea so this was a very short podcast just focusing on driving I was very unsure what to post this week on my podcast and seeing as though I've talked a lot about driving on my social media and it's been very topical I thought it might be the perfect thing to talk about so I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to comment down below on my Instagram. Give me a five stars if you like. I don't mind if you don't want to give me a five stars. But I'd love it if you could just follow me, support me wherever you can. And yeah, so thank you so much for watching. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.